New Year. Welcome back to New World Next Week. I am James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. And I'm James Evan Pilato from MediaMonarchy.com. Roll up your sleeves, Hollywood, because you're all getting flu shots. We've got that story, plus President Swamp Thing sends troops to the Congo. But first, we couldn't start probably with a more 2019-y story than this. Autonomous Promobot struck and killed by self-driving Tesla in Las Vegas ahead of the big consumer electronics show. Tesla found itself in yet another self-driving car accident, and this time its victim is a $2,000 per day rentable humanoid robot in what many folks are speculating is an over-the-top PR stunt. And it's actually the company's name. I think it's kind of genius. You know, you name your product of the thing that then becomes the the verb. You know, you got to Photoshop the thing or Kleenex or Xerox or Promobot revealed one of its model V4 robots was killed by all accounts. It basically sounds like it was actually totaled. Assuming any of this is <laughs> real, by a Tesla Model S on a Las Vegas street ahead of the CES. The accident occurred on Paradise Road Sunday night as engineers transported the firm's robots to the display booth and they were unable to display that one that got hit. James, I think this kind of speaks to both of our 2019 and 2018 stories. It's kind of that humanization of robots, James. Johnny Five is not alive. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a PR stunt, isn't it? And I think you're right. This does touch on both of the themes we were talking about in New World next year, uh, including my weaponization of narratives, because when we look at it from that angle, clearly this is a PR stunt. Oh, this robot just happened to go out of line and be standing in the street and get perfectly nicked by the self-driving car, and it was perfectly captured on camp. Come on. How stupid do they think we are? No, this is a PR stunt. And, uh, you know, mission accomplished, because I guess we're talking about it, but it, specifically to dissect that propaganda, because clearly, what are the main narratives and themes here? I mean, it, exactly, self-driving car hits autonomous robot is the 2019 headline that everyone's waiting for. Oh, it's the future, guys. You better get ready for your autonomous robot future. Here it is. And also, yeah, a, a little bit in uh, the back door of the humanization of robots. Oh, the poor little robot got killed. Oh, you know, let's have a little mock memorial service for it or whatever next uh, stage of this stunt is. So anyway, um, I'd like to think our viewers are more savvy than to get drawn into this type of story, but it is important to understand this is the narrative they're pushing and this is the type of story they're going to do it to push it to your grandma or your cousin or wh whoever it is that's particularly trusting uh, in your family. It is, it is truth as satire, James. I think I actually have covered in the not-too-distant past on the morning show some sort of campus university robot who kind of melted down and the students put out, you know, some flowers and some crosses as a memorial for, of course, our robot overlords. That is the best way possible, James. I guess we could kick off 2019 with the first story for 2019 on our first New World next week back after a couple of weeks off over the holidays. Our second segment this week features some must-see must TV and is actually jam-packed with info. And, of course, we will implore you, as always, to check out the show notes. CDC's own vaccine court expert witness confirmed vaccines can cause autism, so they fired him immediately. Cheryl Atkinson, who you should know about, I believe we've probably mentioned here before, sometime in the last decade of doing New World Next Week, formerly with CBS News, she's been persistent in her media work regarding vaccine-caused health problems, specifically, actually, on the autism spectrum disorder. 
Ever since, she worked on an in-depth report for CBS, which they refused to broadcast, which led to her leaving CBS and joining us in the independent journalism field. Recently, Cheryl exposed the CDC's expert vaccine witness who previously debunked vaccine autism claims during the big vaccine injury master's hearings. Dr. Andrew Zimmerman is his name, a pediatric neurologist, told CDC long ago that vaccines could cause autism, but they refused to accept Zimmerman's information. Instead, Department of Justice lawyers immediately fired him. According to Cheryl Atkinson, quote, Dr. Zimmerman declined our interview request and referred us to his sworn affidavit. It says on June 15, 2007, he took aside the Department of Justice or DOJ lawyers he worked for defending vaccines in vaccine court. He told them he discovered exceptions in which vaccines could cause autism. I explained that in a subset of children, vaccine-induced fever and immune stimulation did cause regressive brain disease with features of autism spectrum disorder, end quote, end quote. She goes into all of this and more in the latest episode of her show, Full Measure. The episode's called The Vaccine Debate. James? Yes, if you have not seen this video yet, stop what you are doing and watch it. It is absolutely must-see. Whether you know all about this information or not, this is a great package for introducing to people around you who may not know this information. It is a professionally produced news piece like you would see on whatever, CBS or whatever it is, except... It's actually got some real truth to it. You've got ex-congressmen here on record saying, yes, some vaccines do cause uh, autism and things like this. It's an extremely important report to show to the people, especially the people who are on the, you know, the, the weaponized narrative of Reddit and all these other trendy hipster internet hang hangouts. So anti-vaxxers, oh, they're the crazy... Uh, you know, conspiratards of 2019, oh, and uh, the way that, uh, that people are degraded, show them a report like this. Uh, if they don't respond to this, then they are too far gone to be reached, I think. But it is an excellent, well-put-together report, uh, extremely important. So I, I hope people will uh, take a look at it. Well, and that's what, you know, that's what's great. She comes from mainstream media. She knows how to, how to cut together an effective piece of, you know, broadcast journalism. And I don't mean to actually include myself in the investigative journalism that she does. Interesting couple of related stories to this segment, James. You actually showed it to me as I tried to avoid the Golden Globes ritual this week. Really interesting clip. Golden Globes freak out the stars by giving out flu shots live on TV while they make anti-vaxxer jokes, using specifically that term, anti-vaxxer jokes, and they have people kind of marching out into the crowd, and we'll, of course, include that in the show notes. I found, actually, as I was just kind of reading about that, James, a really interesting article from Forbes that gets into kind of the economics of the propaganda of stunts like this, and also kind of mentions how Hollyweird itself is actually to blame for spreading some of these crazy beliefs in the first place. How flu shots make appearances at the 2019 Golden Globe Awards. And one last one for all you coincidence enthusiasts out there, that journalist Brie Payton, who broke the story of the Mueller investigation's deleted text text messages, she died suddenly. But don't worry, Snope says it's totally normal for a 26-year-old to die of swine flu suddenly. 
our last segment here on our first New World Next Week episode for 2019, episode 362, if you're keeping score, is kind of a roundup, James, of a few important stories going on, I think, in the time that we've been off the air. And the first one goes directly to your backyard. U.S. to hold first ever missile drill on Japan's Okinawa. The U.S. military will conduct its first ever missile drill on the Japanese island of Okinawa, located in the East China Sea, as Washington attempts to counter an increasingly aggressive China. Japan Times reported that the U.S. military had notified Japan's government that it would deploy anti-ship missile systems around the strategically important island this year. This story is kind of seems timed for maximum impact, although it doesn't really have a lot of sort of dates or facts. And that might just be because the military ain't telling us yet, or it might just be because it's it's threataganda, James. Yes, and uh, I found a, a slightly closer to the source source on this from Japan Times, so we'll throw that in the link uh, in the show notes that has a little bit more information about it, but not much. They're not giving out detailed hmm. information about uh, their, their missile test plans, as you would imagine. But basically, uh, we have covered this story off and on on New World Next Week over the years, but for the greater context, yes, there is a great large protest movement in Okinawa against U.S. forces there because of things like, oh, helicopters dropping out of the sky and killing school children and uh, force uh, members raping schoolgirls and things like this. Uh, these stories crop up every year. And so there has been huge protest movement uh, on the island against U.S. forces there. But despite that, last month we had Japan begins reclamation at disputed U.S. base despite protest. So they are moving ahead uh, and continuing on with the military status quo as usual, probably because, uh, in the 2D chess world, because of stories like this from uh, South China Morning Post, prepare for war, Xi Jinping tells military region that monitors South China Sea and Taiwan. Um, basically, he's giving uh, a speech to the military forces that are in charge of the South, South China Sea and Taiwan and saying, we have to step up combat readiness exercises, joint exercises, and confrontational exercises to enhance servicemen's capabilities and preparation for war. So the war talk continues, as you would imagine, will continue to ramp up in the coming years. Welcome to World War Three. At least I'll have the front row seat let you know how warm the fires are when they get going. Um, but this is what it's going to look like increasingly. And unfortunately, protest movements are probably not going to do a lot to dislodge this unless they get a lot bigger and a lot stronger a lot sooner than they are right now. So in other war talk stories and some that aren't getting talked about, you know, like you saw the ghouls on American television last night fear-mongering about one destabilized area. There's another destabilized area that nobody seems to really be talking about. U.S. sends troops for possible violent Congo protests on the eve of the first expected results, which were starting to roll in, I believe, on Sunday of Congo's long-delayed presidential election. America's next top president said military personnel had deployed to the region to protect U.S. assets from possible violent demonstrations. Meanwhile, the country's powerful Catholic Church warned of a popular uprising if untrue results are announced. Isn't it interesting? What are, what are those uh, U.S. assets? Those are the things we need to make, of course, all our fondle slabs and all our little smartphones and things. One of the other notes of stories going around, James, Poison rebranded, something, again, we've talked about here on your New World Next Week. Goodbye, GMO. Hello, 
bioengineered. That's the new word you're supposed to use. When discussing genetically modified organisms, USDA have published their new labeling rules. That is kind of a long read, of course, with all kinds of legalese, but it is essentially a win for big ag. As you know, it's all about the euphemistic names for things. Uh, James, in other news, Trump's a Pied Piper for the New World Order. I can add on a ton more stories. The dronearchy in the UK going on at the airports, PG&E's possible bankruptcy, of course, the dark overlord 9-11 papers, and on and on and on. But I'll just humbly suggest folks check out my power-packed blasts of news, music, memes, and more at MediaMonarchy.com. James, in closing, i put you on the spot here. I suppose you could also say I don't want to answer the question. If you have any thoughts on, of course, the ongoing alt-media payment processing debacle, I have actually found a cool new one called bitbacker.io where people can pledge monthly support using something called cryptocurrency. James? Yeah, it's funny. I, I'm starting to see a lot more people starting to say, oh, Bitcoin is the free speech currency and oh, we need Bitcoin. So <laughs> welcome to 2016, guys. I'm glad you can catch up with some of us or 2009, really. Um, but yeah, uh, look, I don't care how people support me as long as they do support the work that I'm doing. Um, and obviously it would be great if we could bypass the entire banking system. That's what I keep talking about with alternative currencies and complementary currencies and community currencies and cryptocurrencies. But obviously the, the, the international payment structure is controlled by the banksters. So how are you going to pass money to someone in another country without going through the banking system? We live in this system. What are you going to do? So um, I, we're looking for ways and always looking for ways and always open to suggestions for ways that support can be given in alternative fashions. And if you can, please do go through crypto or something like that. Um, and if you can't, please support us in other ways because we are only here with your support. James, I, I just I just thought of this. Now, I do actually have a post office box where people can, as I, as I like to joke, like the Bush Clinton crime family said, just just send us your cash. Getting money from around the world is a pretty interesting, fascinating thing. And again, there's going to be lots of different ways we're going to have to kind of figure our way through this. But again, if you it's like we've been saying for I've been saying for 13 years, if non-commercial media is important to you, if you find that it enriches your life, what's a buck a month? That's pretty much all I would essentially ask, James. That's New World Next Week, episode 362 for January 10th, our first episode of 2019. It is a pleasure to enter, James, our 10th calendar year of doing New World Next Year, New World Next Week. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go into this decadal year, um, and I'm um, looking forward to it. James, thanks for three great stories. All right, buddy. Take care.